You are listening to the When Life Stops podcast, season two, with your host, Daytola and Stella. We are both moms who have loved and lost, and we're so glad to have you listening. Every week, you would hear more about our stories, some relatable interviews, as well as practical tips that you can apply to help you find new meaning after loss. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of season two of the When Life Stops podcast with your host, Beitola and Stella. Hi, guys. I am so excited that we are back. We've yes, missed we you. Back. We've missed you. We've missed you. It's been long, Stella. It's been long, it but we're been. here now. Yes, yes, yes. A lot has happened, honestly, since we aired season one. And and in this episode, we're just going to be sharing some of our highlights and lowlights. Yes, so this is our last year. We found ourselves in lockdown, which has dragged until 2021. Mm -hmm. How has this been for you? Um, It's been interesting, Stella. I think for me, the the, um, hardest part was Mm. trying to homeschool actually no I, I changed the word how to you know do remote learning with my mm. children mm. and working from home at the same time that mm. was that was just too much for me in fact at one point I couldn't really cope mm. and I remember one of my um, son's teacher calling we were right in the middle of me trying to get him to do his work and mm. he was running around screaming and so I got the call and she was like, oh, how are you guys? Are you coping? I didn't know when I brought it out. I am not coping. Da, da, da. I think I had a meltdown. And she was like, all right. And she called a few minutes later or a few hours later and said, well, I think because, you know, at the time, a number of um, key workers' children were able to go yeah. back to school, right? And she was like, oh, we have spaces for a few other children that can come in. Would you like to take it? I was like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> So that kind of helped me with um, my my son going back to school really helped. So mm-hmm. that was a huge one for me. Working from home and mm. trying to do remote learning with the kids was just a nightmare. And I'm sure it was for a lot of parents as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about you, Stella? How, how was it for you? Uh, for me, it was different because, you know, I work in the NHS. Mm. So life didn't quite yeah. stop for me. That's I still true. had to commute every day into London at the time you know working full-time and yeah just dealing with all the the emotions you know the 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 mental you know overload of being in Mm -hmm. hospital and hearing all the news and the statistics every day of who who's got COVID who's recovered and all of that you know so it was tough it was tough and I kind of felt like I was missing out because everyone was at home, you know, <laughs> and I had to still carry on with life. And I was like, oh, I wish I, I wish I could work from home, you mm. know. And I had people on the other divide who were like, you know, I wish I could go to work, yeah. you know. But so yeah, it's, it was it was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a confusing time for a lot of people. And mm. we must, I mean, I must give a shout out to all the NHS workers. You guys are. You know, hats off to you guys because you, you held thank you, thank you. the hem of affairs, you know, literally when everyone was <laughs> shut down at home. And people reacted to the lockdown in different ways. In different ways. Yeah. For me, I think because I'd always worked from home, 
Mm. I didn't really feel the impact from that sense. Mm. But the impact that I felt was the fact that my kids were now kids home. Were home. Yeah. That was what you know made a whole difference for me. So, but for people who used to go into into the workplace, who used to take the train, they would have mm. felt it more. Mm. Like, oh my goodness. You know, how do I adjust to working from home? So mm-hmm. I think I can't remember. I was a guy, Damian Bar or so. He wrote a poem about COVID saying, we are all in the same storm, but in different mm. ways. Yeah. So we all felt the impacts, but in different, different ways. Different ways, yeah. you know. But, you know, like, we, like they say, um, even though it's been a tough number of months, mm. we know that tough times never last, but yes. tough people do right absolutely absolutely Mm. you know and one of the things that really helped me stay centered and joyful was my faith Mm. you know and comfort from scriptures you know because in times like that where there is so much uncertainty the only thing certain is God's word you know the only Mm. thing that is unfailing is God's word and for me it brought so much comfort you know and also having family and relationships strong friendships you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just brought so much joy and enrichment to me. You know, it's in times like this that you realize who your core people are. <laughs> you sure. know, and COVID made me realize how much I treasure deep and meaningful conversations, you know. So I could go go through my friend list and be certain who, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. my friends were, you know. So it was just... I think it was a, a revealing season. It revealed who we were, you know, as individuals. It revealed people to us, mm-hmm. you know, because everyone was going through a tough time. So, yeah. So, totally. I totally relate and I agree with you, Stella. Um, I think for me to, that COVID, you know, the, the lockdown season mm. made me reflect a lot more. And I think it yeah. made a lot of people reflect a lot more. Yeah. Because interestingly, yeah. I think I actually, I mean, because, you know, I coach moms, I coach women. Mm. I, in some ways, because the lockdown kind of forced people to think about their lives, yeah. I actually got a lot more clients then mm. who needed help because yeah. they were suddenly in lockdown. Everything lockdown. was stripped off. Exactly. <laughs> so they needed help. And even with grief as well, I got a lot more yeah. grief. People were now confronted with their grief right yeah. it was before they were able to push it away but now Mask it suddenly it. Mm. came up and just like you you know I, I got closer to my family I remember mm. I mean at the time my dad wasn't feeling too well so we used to do weekly zoom calls with mm. everyone because my siblings are all over the world so every Sunday evening would have zoom calls which we didn't have before mm. the lockdown even though we we're all in different countries but now it suddenly made us realize ooh. Um, now more than ever we need to be building more connected yeah be more connected mm. and like you as well it made me realize who was in my corner mm-hmm. who, whose corner was I in mm-hmm. you know it, it was just a revealing time for a lot of people and I know that obviously a lot of people died during mm. that period a lot of people suffered loss mm-hmm. during that period which is part of what we're going to be talking about in this season in right? this season yeah but through it all I remain grateful. You yeah, know, I remain grateful. I, I did catch COVID, and I will talk about that in, in a few. I, I don't know if you caught it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <The NHS>, mm. <laughs> I'm sure I did. 
because <laughs> I had the antibody in the end, but mm. I wasn't symptomatic. So, but yeah, okay. so it's, it's, it's really, really interesting to, to hear how it affected, you know, the whole lockdown affected you, you know, and I'm sure our, our listeners can so relate, you know, so what impact did all this, you know, have on your mental well-being? Did it affect your productivity? Because I know you are productivity queen, mm-hmm. you know, how did that impact you? Um, hmm, good question. Um, I, like I said, I think the way it impacted me productive wise was mm-hmm. with the kids being at home, because mm. you know how it is. Once the kids are at home, it was tough. Mm. But what I used to try to do was to wake up very early in the morning to try and get some of the, um, some of a lot of my work done. Mm. And the, the good part for me was that um, I naturally wake up early. And my kids sleep late. And so when so you say early, late. how early do you wake like up? Like 5, 5 a.m. Okay, That's 5 a.m. Right? Mm. And because my kids would go to bed late, they would wake up late. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they wake up like 9 or 10. Oh, wow. So I will try and get a lot done between <laughs> that. And once they wake up, it's like, okay, breakfast time and all of those mm. things. So, but I still found that I struggled, maybe because mm. I enjoy what I do. And I always love having my space and there's this mm. child screaming, mommy, I'm hungry, mommy. I'm <laughs> so I just found that I was more irritable. Mm. I, I could see that I was more irritable with my mm. kids. And I felt every day I would feel bad. Like, oh, mm. why am I shouting at these kids? You know. Mm. And so that's why when I got the lifeline of my son going mm. back to school, I grabbed oh, it almost grabbed quickly. Because mm. that was, for me, That I think that was, that, that was the main impact. Just the fact that, I had children in my space and I know mm. it sounds really bad and I'm mm. saying this on air, but I, I, I struggled. I really mm. struggled with trying to manage. I know there's some parents who love, you know, like doing activities with their children and crafts. Arts yeah, and but, crafts. Well, yeah, there was a limited, limited kind of activities you could do in lockdown. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. I'm sure that would have been overwhelming at some point. Exactly. You can't entertain kids with craft every day, you know, <laughs> we'd be bored. I think my kids have watched a lifetime of TV, you know, I'm like, yeah, I know they say, oh, your children shouldn't watch too much. During lockdown, every, every rule went out. Yeah. I don't know. I think everyone, yeah, I think everyone kind of did what they felt was best for them with, 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 you know, what they had dealt, you know, so anything and everything was permissible during COVID. I think we, our bedtime routine that was so, carefully curated mm-hmm. you know till today we're still trying to recover it so <laughs> exactly I know exactly. I know yeah but and I think the best part is I mean for for us as mothers especially mm-hmm. was giving ourselves permission that look we are all it, yeah. we've never experienced this before this before yeah so you know if it's taking it one day at a time and doing what you can and just say, you know what, I've done my best mm, today with the help all. of the Holy that's Spirit, right? With the help of the Holy Spirit and just take it one day at a time and mm-hmm. forget about, oh, um, yeah, still try and have a routine, but it was hard to have a routine, really. It was. Lockdown just messed us mm-hmm. up. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, you know, and also for me, that constant mind battle, you know, to not dwell on the negativity, the yeah. bad news, the doom, you know, and all the discouragement, mm-hmm. you know, and it was it was such a, a, a challenge for me to stay 
in God's presence, more or less, and to see things from his perspective. You know, to be honest, there were days when it got me, you know, but it it, it had to take intentionality to, you know, move myself from places when I fell down, you know, get into an atmosphere of praise. You know, I think praise for me was just such a powerful weapon in that season, you know, and saving what I listened to. You know, you would get WhatsApp messages, you know, do this, do that, drink this, you know, sometimes from family, from friends, well wishes, Mm -hmm. circulating. You know, there was a lot of fear mongering at that point, you know, so saving what I listened to was really, really key, Mm -hmm. you know. And yes, our routine as a family had gone out of the window, but I still had to devise a routine yeah you know a sort of routine that we we could work with just so that we could stay in control of the things that we had control over Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like for instance because I worked you know I went to work Monday to Friday so on Saturday morning we'll go for a walk Mm -hmm. Sunday morning we'll go for a walk so we those little things that we were trying to do to kind of get some form of okay this is what we're going to be doing this week or you know so yeah that kind of really helped you know, and again, the urgency of how fleeting life was, mm. you know, I think it made me more determined to do all the pending things on my list, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. So in a way, it made me more productive. Yes. You know, in a yes. way, because when you're faced with the reality of, ah, darling, people are dying, people mm-hmm. are sick. What are you doing with what the life that you have, with the breath that you have, you know? So, yeah, I think in a way it made me more productive. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So, Definitely. so like, what were some of your your, your lowlights, <laughs> and how did you navigate them? <laughs> so, I mean, just um, piggybacking on what you said about being more productive in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, because we had a lot more time, even though mm-hmm. you know it was it was like we had a lot more time on our hands, and mm-hmm. I think I found that season more productive as well. And plugging into um, communities where we prayed a lot so right from the beginning mm-hmm. of COVID I was part of a community where we were always praying mm-hmm. you know we had confessions about staying healthy about um you know just protecting our minds mm-hmm. and so I remember it was in December um, my husband had just come back from Nigeria and a few weeks into his um arrival mm-hmm. we we found out that he had COVID so he tested and he was COVID positive oh. Wow. And I'm like, I don't need this, you know, as part of, yeah, you know. But I think the good thing for me was because I was already in that place of fortifying my mind. Mm. I, first of all, I didn't test. And mm. Just because I didn't want to, because that was the height of, it was almost at the height where, mm. oh, if you, if you have COVID, hey, this, that, and everything. Mm. So when we found out I had COVID, I started just having symptoms. I realized that you know, I was coughing. Oh, was I coughing? Mm. Yeah, I was kind of coughing. I had sore throats, headaches. But I decided not to test. I was going to be mm. isolating anyway. It wasn't like I was going anywhere. Because obviously, if you've come in t- contact with someone who's had COVID, you have to isolate. But for my own mental health, yeah. I decided, okay, I'm just going to treat this as symptoms rather than mm. having a document tell me I have COVID. Mm. You see what I mean? So that way I was still able to carry on. And of take care, take um, care of my husband. He was isolating the kids for some reason. I couldn't isolate from them. 
So mm. my daughter, my daughter especially, Muradi, was always jumping on me. They were all <laughs> coughing at some points, but they were still playing. They were still playing. Mm. So I was just so grateful that we didn't catch the 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 the, the worst side of COVID because I knew yeah. other friends in that season who had COVID and they had to be in hospital. Mm. You know, but I'm just grateful that yeah, ours was mild. Well, I think. Oh, and again, I I want to attribute it to the fact that. I just made up my mind that COVID mm. wasn't going to take me out. Yeah. And then on top of that, two weeks, um, no, in the period where we both had COVID, my father-in-law passed away. And that oh. was just utterly devastating. Mm. And then two weeks after, my dad died. Wow. So it was COVID mm. and two deaths at the same time. It was just that season, December, mm. January, it was a lot mm. and now I can't remember I don't obviously like I said because I fortified my mind that helps mm. but it was still painful yeah losing yeah. my father-in-law and my dad your dad two weeks of each other was painful wow but the great thing is that maybe because of the tools that yeah. I have yeah to deal yeah. with grief yeah yeah. I was able to just pull those tools out. And of course, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I can't yeah. stand that. Yeah. It was peaceful. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you see what I mean. It was, yeah. it was heartbreaking. Mm. But I, was, I just felt at peace. Yeah. And so we had to plan funerals almost immediately. Mm. And um, again, because we're going to be traveling during COVID, COVID season, we all had to make arrangements such that we we're bearing so we my, we ended up burying our dads one week apart from each other wow oh so I, I know ah and so in february we traveled my, my husband and i went to nigeria and so week one we're burying um his dad the following week we're burying my dad and interestingly wow. if i remember the dates now uh, the same week where we buried my father-in-law was the week where we had buried Morakio just two years oh, before. So it was just that's wow. good. <laughs> it was a lot. It was but a lot. Through it all, I give mm. thanks to God because wow. I just had that peace. I don't know how mm. to explain it. I just had that peace of mind. Wow. So I know I've gone on and on and on, but no, no, no. Thank you so much for sharing this. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing this. And you know, the beautiful thing about um grief is that when you deal with grief mm. and heal mm. you 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 get this um like you said your toolkit yeah you 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 know what to pull out of your toolkit yeah. when another grief surfaces even though it's going to be different from the one you had previously uh-huh. but you know your your grief muscle more or less yeah. has been has been grown and yes. you know the right tools. Yeah. You know, you know what grief is, you mm-hmm. know what healthy grieving is. Mm-hmm. You can pull yourself back when you're, you know, you're getting into that place of guilt and yeah. blame. And you know, when you're 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 towing the line where you're not allowing your emotions mm-hmm. to, to soften. So yeah. that's why we teach that, you know, grief is healthy. We yeah. need to yeah. know what to do when we're grieving, mm-hmm. you know, because you can move forward after loss. Yeah. You know, everyone is going to encounter losses, you know, day in, day out, Mm -hmm. you know, month in, year out, Mm -hmm. you know, it's what we do is how we do it that determines if we move forward. 
Yeah. You know, and speaking of grief, we lost our, you know, my husband mm. lost his stepdad as well, mm. you know, and for us, it was, it was such a, a painful period because um, the year before they had spent six weeks with us, mm. you know, and they were the first um, grandparents that my children had spent time with, mm. you know, so you know how children hear of grandma A, grandma B, mm -hmm. grandpa C, grandpa D, you know, they had actually <laughs> spend time with grandpa uh, Olu and grandma Olu. So when, you know, he passed, it was also emotional for the kids because yeah. trying to explain to them, you know, grandpa has died. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see grandpa until you get to heaven, you know, and all yeah. of that, yeah. it was, it was, it was, it was a tough time. We also had to travel, you know, dealing with all the COVID Tests. Precautions, <laughs> testing here, testing there. You know, it was just, it was, it was a, a stretching season. But like mm. you said, you know, peace, mm. you know, peace in the midst of the storm is what God promises us. Yeah. You know, it's not that we won't go through the storms, but there was peace. So for me as well, that was a low light, you oh. know, losing my father-in-law, mm -hmm. you know, and that was my husband's best experience with grief. Oh. So I'm trying to I be mean, not there best for him. experience. It was a, well, well, parents. Oh, from a parent losing a parent, yeah, from a from a parent perspective, mm. you know, because every grief is different. Different. You know, he's lost a daughter, but it's nothing like yeah. you know losing, losing a, a dad who you know you has been there yeah. for the forty years you've been on earth. Exactly. You know, so yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, and you know, I'm glad that you brought up how it impacted the kids as well because for, yes. for us as well it was more like this week we're telling the kids oh grandpa um Amore has passed away mm. and then the following week oh grandpa Olabisi and they're like what what's happening what's happening mm. why are people dying and then when we're saying grandpa we're like which grandpa again like mm. which one are we referring to now so yeah. it was it, it also impacted you know the kids it did um, it did you know because you know I told the kids about losing my mom, mm. you know, and I think that invoked a lot of conversations. I know we're going to talk about, yeah. you know, helping children in grief later, mm. but I noticed that my son Zane was asking a lot of questions like, mommy, when do people die? Are you going to die? When mm. are you going to die? How mm. old was your mom when your mom died? Mm. You know, and I thought that it was important to have these conversations with him rather than shoo him because mm. these were real fears and questions that he was having. You know, so it was it was such an interesting, interesting, interesting season, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, interestingly, of course, even in the midst of all our lows. Yes. yes. God has been faithful, hasn't he? So good. He's yeah. been so, so good. And just like you mentioned earlier, we got productive mm -hmm. during that season. And so for me, one of my highlights, actually, it's two highlights. Um, a lot of good things have happened. Mm. I think the topmost one was launching my new foundation, Yay! Um, my little warrior child, <laughs> on my birthday yes. and in April. And also, yeah. I think the week after, it was the week before, launched my Slayed Out journal. Mm. So those two things I was able to launch. And I think that the um, foundation, my little warrior child foundation, is just so precious to me because mm. it's something that I thought of just after Moraki passed away because going through that feeling of losing a child and mm. you did not have any reference points right mm. 
because again, parents, it's not normal in quotes for yeah. parents to lose a child. And mm. I just began to realize that there must be so many other women and yeah. fathers going through the same thing. And so the what the foundation really is about is helping. It, it's it's going to start off with a retreat where mm. parents who have lost children and even grandparents or mm. extended family can come mm. and begin to learn the action steps Get the tools. Yeah. So I'm hoping and I'm believing um, that next year would have a, I mean, COVID like has kind of changed a lot of mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So I'm still watching. I know, I don't think it's going to happen this year, 2021, but I'm believing that in 2022 we'll have our first retreat with bereaved parents. Awesome. Um, through awesome. the foundation. Uh, we've raised a lot of money. If you want to so, uh, let me put a plug in right now. Yes, yes, yes. If you Please support. support. Us, yeah, <laughs> I will put the, you know, the links in the show notes. Yes, Because please. what what I'm trying to do with the, the foundation is to make it free for parents mm. to come. Yeah. And I remember a friend asking me, oh, why are you making it free for parents to come? Like, they should pay for it. No. But I remember, actually, I don't have a problem with them paying for mm. it. But I remember when I was, when I was going through intense grief, that just trying to process me paying for something or mm. you know all those extra bits was a lot for me yeah. but i'm sure if i had the opportunity where someone said oh there's this retreat for bereaved parents just turn up yeah that would be easier to process right so i turn up i go mm. and so my my plan or what i'm thinking of doing is after the end of the retreat i can now ask them to pay it forward if they so wish to do i say okay yeah. you've I want to believe this um, three been days helpful, have been yeah. helpful. If you want to pay it forward for another parent, mm. then come contribute. See what I mean? So yeah. that's the picture I feel God has given me to run it this way. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm hoping that once we do the first one, it will pick up from there. So yeah, that's yeah. one of my big highlights. What about yeah. you, Stella? <laughs> oh, well, before I, you know, say what my highlight is, you know, I'm really, really excited for the, um, the, the, the retreats. I'm really excited for the foundation, my little warrior child foundation, and God will perfect it. Amen. God will perfect it. And it will be such a blessing to the many families who Amen. will need that break. So yeah. Amen. So well done, my darling. Thank well done. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, my highlight, you know, there've been many highlights, you know, I, and I think one of the ones that, you know, I was really, 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 <laughs> you know, I'm still, when I think about it, I'm still really blown away and mm-hmm. grateful to God for was my book. I was yes. able to launch my first book titled on Unbettered, yes. you know, and yeah, it was, you know, Nicola, during the lockdown, you know, there were lots of, lots of, lots of conversations about, you know, you need this lockdown. If you've not done this, if you've not done that, you know. And I said, well, guys, some, some of us don't have the luxury to sit down, mm-hmm. hook up free time, you know. And I remember telling God and I said, you know, I have this is this would have been proper excuse. Mm. You know, I'm working nine to five. I'm commuting. But Lord, I want you to make me see where my free time is. Mm. And I'm going to commit to doing that which has been pending, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think God gave me the supernatural grace, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, honestly. And I think the burden to get this book out, like I said, there was just this sense of urgency, you know. And so I would go to work, 95, come back, 
sort, you know, sort, sort the kids out, you know, bedtime, whenever bedtime happened, you know, and I will write from about 9, 10 till about midnight, 1 a.m., mm-hmm. you know, and to the glory of God, after six months of intense yeah work editing back and forth all the you know the 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 turns of publishing a book Mm -hmm. my book my book was birthed on 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 the 5th of april which coincides with my mom's 21st (laughs) anniversary you know so it was just so surreal you know and yeah it was it was just a big, big, huge, huge, huge achievement. And I'm so grateful. So yeah, that was a highlight for me. Oh, and <laughs> well done, Stella. You did Thank really you. well. Even Thank the book you. launch was amazing. <laughs> the book cover. Yeah, we, oh. we, need to put, we need to put the link. To go yes, we will put the links. Well. Yes. But you know, what I'm most grateful for is, you know, bonding with my family, mm. you know, especially my husband you know our relationship I don't know you know he was he was working from home at some point and went back to work but there was just this new appreciation for each other Mm. you know just being in the same space and we just realized how much we really liked each other (laughs) you know it just it just made it so obvious that oh actually I really do like you (laughs) you know I love you but I really do like you you know and so yeah that for me you know, was one of the highlights of COVID, you know, mm-hmm. because at that point it was clear that there were so many relationships yeah. that were that Breaking were in up. trouble. Yeah. You know, and so it just made me really thankful yeah. that I had, you know, a, a, a beautiful relationship with my husband mm-hmm. and you know our home was joyful. Mm-hmm. You know, things we take for granted, darling. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you know. You. And lastly, the impact season one of when livestock podcast the impact yeah. it had on so many people yes you know that for me as well was a highlight because mm-hmm. we got so many comments yeah. so many feedbacks yeah. and a lot of people looked forward to our podcast to help them through the lockdown yeah you know so i'm thankful for that i'm yeah. thankful for that i'm, I'm going to read out a comment from one of our, our, our listeners yeah um, and i think this is one thing we're going to be doing regularly where we mm-hmm. kind of give shout outs to people who have left us a comment or review and so today's shout out is going to go to Tony K this lovely comment with a five star um, rating and she says thank you for this podcast and sharing your stories I believe it it will help people deal with any sort of loss and also help people supporting people dealing with loss looking forward to the future episodes and then she says, oh, I love your energies. Yay! Oh. <laughs> thank you so much, Tony K. If you're listening now, thank you. We appreciate you. And we are thank glad you that you so love much. our energy. Yes. Because I know, I, I know, I know Tony K. She's, oh, okay. she's our, she's our fan. You oh, know, nice. she's a dear sister of ours. All right. So, thank you, you know. sister Toyin. <laughs> I think, you know, the, it's, and the reason why I'm hammering on her loving our energies is because I think were a bit too much for some people no Thoughts. no and <laughs> um, we, we were <laughs> we, we were too lively for this kind of topic <laughs> but the truth is we are about spreading joy yeah and positivity even in the midst of pain and loss so That's thank true. you so much um, Toike, for leaving us this amazing comment Yes, 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 yes. Awesome, 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 awesome. Regardless of the year 
that you have had, whether good or not so good, we just want to remind you that you are not alone. Mm. You are not alone. So dear listener, be reminded you are not alone. Mm -hmm. You know, John 16, 33 in the TPT version says this, and everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be Mm. in you and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. Mm. For in this world, in this unbelieving world Mm. you will experience trouble and sorrows but you must be courageous for i have conquered the world wow that is such a profound scripture and thank you so much for sharing that stella i mean we we all know even though we're in the world we're not of Mm. the world and when jesus was leaving he told his disciples you know, I am leaving you with this, with my peace, not the yeah. peace that not the world gives. The peace gives. that the world gives, yes. And that he, he then went on to say that, look, you're going to go through many troubles. Mm, yeah. And COVID happens to be one of the troubles. One of them, yeah. And, and that's why I think when we have Jesus and we have his peace, mm, even when we COVID can face any storm. Yeah, yeah, we can face any storm, you know. And that's yeah. why I can't, I don't want to, I can't trade Jesus for anything because... Mm. Like the, I can't remember the, the singer that said, you can take everything, but just give me Jesus. Because mm. when you have Jesus, you have everything. Everything else might be stripped away from you. But when you have Jesus, he makes all the difference. He makes you courageous. He makes you, yes. he gives you the ability to be joyful, even in the midst of trouble and sorrows. And so that's why for me, you know, um, even though COVID or the season, the lockdown season, the pandemic mm. has been terrible for lack of better word to use. Yeah. It's just having Jesus has made yeah, all the that difference. Peace. Yeah, that yeah. peace. Yeah. That peace has made all the difference. Mm. Thank God. Thank God for salvation. That's yeah. it. I'm so grateful for salvation. And so, you know, to round up, I would love to just say a brief prayer over our listeners yes, who please. might still be feeling the effects of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Who might some might probably be in hospital right now or mm-hmm. um some might be grieving the loss of a loved one or yeah. a job they've lost mm-hmm. so i'll just say a quick word of prayer over you as you um as we round up heavenly father i just thank you for who you are to us and what you've been to us holy spirit we just ask for your comfort in this season for anyone who's going through uh um, one adversity or the other who's going through pain or grief we ask for your peace that passes all understanding Amen. to come upon our listeners and that even in the midst of whatever it is they're going through that they would experience your love in a new dimension Amen. that they would encounter you afresh Amen. that that love that you have for us will be experienced in a new way And I pray, Lord, that every single one who's going through one thing or the other will come out of it on the other side, rejoicing. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. For what you're doing in our midst, in our lives, and in the lives of our listeners. We give you all the praise and adoration. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen Amen. and amen and amen. Oh, thank you so much for that heartfelt prayer. We're truly grateful and excited to be hosting season two, and we're praying that you will find much value from the episodes lined up for you. 
Yes. Please subscribe, share, comment, and connect with us on our social media platforms. We really do love to read from you. Like we said, we're going to be doing shout outs to people yes. who leave comments for us. Yeah. So please leave us a comment, leave us a feedback, mm-hmm. and we would love to hear from you. Yes. Until next time, you too can find new meaning after loss. Okay. It's bye from us now. Take care. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye.